I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. What's up, How to Get Away with Murder fans? We are back again talking season six, episode 14, Annalise Keating is dead. Such a crazy episode, so thank y'all for joining us from quarantine again, of course. Um, I'm your host, April Wissenhance, joined always by my lovely panel. We've got Mrs. Elena Fenelon. Hey guys, Elena here. Can't wait to get into it. <laughs> yes. And of course, Jamie Gray. Hey guys. Oh my gosh, this episode. I can't wait. Right. It's crazy. And of course, CJ Walker in his hoodie over there. <laughs> What's up? I'm getting all cozy because I don't want to be all stiff. We're at home, you know, just get relaxed. The intimate vibes. You got to yeah. be comfortable. We appreciate the intimate <laughs> vibes. I like it. Um, of course, like I said, thank you all so much for joining us. The penultimate episode of the entire series. Um, so, so much craziness. Uh, before we get into it, make sure you stay tuned in for the whole episode because we have some great news and gossip for you, as well as predictions for the series finale. And as usual, our Keating's Best segment. Um, I want to get right in with your overall thoughts. Elena, what did you think? Okay, so I know that I'm really excited to like jump into the episode, but overall, I would have to say that this is the first time that the episode felt like the finale for me. Like for the first time, it it <laughs> it really started to click that the show was ending, and that made me very sad because you can tell that they're they're tying up loose ends. You can tell that we're not gonna have um you know the relationship that we had with the characters. So I think. I think now in retrospect, in retrospect, after having gone through the episode, I'm a little sad about it because we only have one more to go. But in this episode, standalone, it was so bomb, y'all. Even though we were in the courtroom, basically the entire episode, I thought that it was great. It gave us the characters that we needed. Everyone came back into it. Um, I was so excited to see Laurel come in. And I'll like, I'll get into my praises for her a little later, but I thought it was a really good quality episode. Jamie, what do you think? Ooh, so much to unpack. Um, and yes, Elena, everybody, this episode was so good. And it finally did start to feel like one of the finale episodes. Um, just from the first scene, even with Annalise talking to herself and you hear the thoughts in her head. I, it was just building up and I was getting anxiety just waiting for this whole courtroom scene. And I thought that they did an amazing job with that. Um, I love the thoughts when she's like, I'm going to slaughter them, um, you know, or this is a this is a good wig, like moments like that. It was building up to this to these moments. Um, this episode also had me feeling bad for some characters that I normally don't feel bad for. I felt bad for Gabriel at one point. I felt bad for Tegan. I actually was grateful for Laurel for like two seconds, which you guys know Laurel is not usually my favorite. She came through this episode. So I know we'll get into that, but overall such a great episode. CJ, what about you? Yeah, I agree. This episode had a lot of components to it. Um, like the last episode we could have done without this one, I felt like we kind of needed because we kind of got to see the true colors of um, some of the kids, kids quote unquote of Michaela and Connor. Um, but yeah, I really like this episode. I think for me, um, I feel the exact same way that all of y'all do. It felt like, okay, you're starting, you're really wrapping things up here. You're giving us like the stuff that we 
not only want, but also need to see, like, I, this is, I wrote it in my notes and it's probably, you know, a nondescript moment to some people. But one of my favorite parts of the episode was when she's talking to herself and she says, you're, you're Annalise dang Keating, you got this. And I'm like, yes, that's what we've needed. We've needed her to be back to herself, back to season one, Annalise. And in this moment and throughout everything that happens in the episode, it was giving me that. And that's what I feel like as a viewer, we need, you know, especially if we're still going off the assumption that Annalise is dead. I use finger quotes because we'll get into it. Um, but I'm like, I need to see her kind of doing this. I felt some kind of way whenever it was happening with Tegan at first being kicked off of her um, off as her lawyer. But I was like, Annalise is the person that should uh, represent herself. Um, not to, well, I kind of just got into it, obviously. Um, but I want to start with the beginning, very beginning of the episode. Um, I think Jamie, you mentioned it, the, the parts where Annalise is talking to herself and kind of going through her defense and what's going to happen. Um, ultimately it ends in this scene with Bonnie, where Annalise is telling her, um, that Sam had to have known about Frank, which is a big question that we had last week. And a lot of people in our comments on YouTube had the same question as well. Um, if Sam knew, and Annalise says, obviously he knew, why else would he keep this random man on after, uh, you know, he's responsible for killing my son? I don't think any of us actually mentioned that last week. We all kind of had a question about it. Um, so just kind of hearing it out loud made a lot more make sense. Um, it obviously, the scene kind of ends with Annalise saying, we can't, we're not going to tell Frank because we need Hannah to be on our side. Um, Elena, were you surprised by this kind of revelation that we all kind of knew, but didn't think of that Sam definitely knew about Frank? I mean, I think he had to have known. I think, I think the way that Sam moved, granted, we didn't have a ton of time with him, but from all the previews that we've gotten from Sam, the way that he moved just was like, was a snake, in my opinion. Like, I feel like he was just very creepy-esque. Um, so I feel like he did know. I feel like he had some inkling. Um, he knew that it was Frank. And I, I think that the flashbacks, especially last episode of Sam's intercounter with Frank, kind of perceived that in the same way that, you know, Sam had a whole son Gabriel that we didn't know about until you know seasons later in the show so I think Sam has a reputation of moving very sneakily um and that he did know and he he kept a good distance from Frank because I don't think that he believed that Frank was his son his son like in the sense that he would have raised Annalise's and his son but mm -hmm. I do think that because that was him and his sister's love child he had some protection from Sam yeah. The end of that scene, it ends in um, Annalise saying we need to go to Hannah's lawyer to convince her uh, to convince him to get Hannah on our side. So I'm thinking this whole time, like, this is not going to happen. Um, but they kind of work out details of where Annalise basically says she'll tell everyone unless Hannah um, comes to her side. Now, Hannah's lawyer comes back and says Annalise has to sign an NDA. So was Jamie, did you think this is like the winning thing for Annalise or did you have some thoughts about that? No, I had several reservations because I'm like, Annalise, like, cause you know, we're saying this is Annalise Keating, please do not sign your life away. I just wasn't quite sure if this is the move that she should take. Um, 
especially since everyone is turning on her, you know, and, and that completely shocked me. So the document scared me. And I also just wanted to make sure that she was reading through the document carefully because I felt like at one point she was just putting everything in Tegan and Bonnie's hands. And I'm like, does she really truly know what she's getting into? But, um, Hey, I, I feel like at, at this point, the, the deed's been done. Well, in this deal, um, Annalise says that Hannah has to admit that she colluded with uh, the governor and with the Castillo. So this is kind of, I mean, that's Annalise's entire case. She's trying to prove that they are going against her, basically for no reason that she didn't do any of these things. Um, all the while, Annalise does know that these, that the kids are kind of, you know, they signed these deals whatever um but she doesn't know kind of how it happens exactly and then enters one of the people we've been waiting to see this whole time freaking laurel y'all were waiting to see her i could have you know I was, <laughs> oh, i'm so over laurel that when she popped up on the screen i rolled my eyes i was like all right you're Honestly, here i feel you're like here. the reaction the kids had the kids i feel like the reaction that like connor michaela and them had when they saw her was like really underwhelming it because if i didn't see that person for so long and was like mad that they came back i would have emotions would have been a lot higher than they showed and that i scene. can understand that but at the same time it's like, like they're also in a court well not they're not inside the courtroom but you know they're in the area you don't want to have like a huge commotion and they're probably in shock too like wait is that laurel they're probably trying to like put the face together she looks different. I saw in the chat someone said that her eyebrows were tamed. So her, like, eyebrows are tamed. Are her eyebrows not usually tamed. Her eyebrows are wild. And it, you know, and that's okay. It's just, you know, or, they've been tamed over this. Laurel has some great eyebrows. They are pretty great. <laughs> but no, I agree with what you said with what you said actually. I I think that I thought there was going to be like a <gasps> shock and awe moment and there didn't really seem to be until obviously later in the episode when they catch Laurel in that little room. Um, but CJ, did you, when we see Laurel, did you think she was coming in for good for Annalise or bad for Annalise? Um, when I first saw her, at first I kind of thought she was going to come in to help and like be on her side. But then I started hearing like more about the deal and I was like, she can't, like you can't just be three against one. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I did think she was gonna help you. I mean, I was, I was surprised at the very initial thing of her being the witness um, to get, uh, to say that there was a conflict of interest with Tegan being Annalise's lawyer. Like I, I was kind of wondering where she was gonna go with that. So just that it was, oh, that she used to be a lawyer for the Castillo family and that the Castillos are, you know, Annalise's main excuse, let's say. Uh, I was I was surprised to see Laurel in the, in the position of being against Annalise. And for good reason, kind of what um, Annalise brings up later in the episode, much later in the episode. But I forgot. I, I don't want to say I forgot, but um, it wasn't fresh on my memory that Annalise has done all of this stuff for Laurel. And then we talk about it every episode, what she's done for the kids, what, you know, they, she hasn't murdered anyone, whatever. And it just, 
keeps my blood boiling the entire episode. The fact Girl. that she's the one on trial. Did Amy disappeared. When she said, when Annalise said in the garage, I was the one pumping Christopher's chest with my two fingers. I was like, ah, you better let her know, Annalise, because they forgot who you are. I think, I think that's my thing. My thing is, to your point, April, every week we say, okay, Annalise has done X, Y, and Z for the kids, but we never go into detail to all the things that she's done because she's constantly doing things, right? Mm -hmm. So when they had that encounter, I was like, remind like remind us because we obviously have all been sleep on who you actually are and just to jump back which is why i think them giving us her thoughts like in the beginning throughout the episode even like it started in the beginning but throughout the whole episode us getting like getting to know what she was thinking how she was coaching herself through everything was so necessary because a lot of the times us viewers included we forget that annalise is really that b-i-t-c-h <laughs> Like, like we like we forget she is who she says she is because she has moments of weakness where she like you know fluctuates um as it pertains to laurel though i was just very happy that annalise approached her and was like let's not forget baby girl that i am the one who's done you know whatever whatever so I was your here child is literally alive because, because of, of me yeah and uh, i mean that would have made me mad if i was if she said that to me and i was laurel I would have been like, all right, I'm really about to throw you in jail now. If you want to throw that in my face, you go going to jail. Bye. Okay, but it's true. She okay, it's true, that but you don't like, need to throw that in my face. Down that girl in that elevator. Who does, like, not everybody does that. She saved your child's life. Now, but you don't need to throw that in my face. Why would you throw that in my face when? Because my life is on the line. But here's the thing. Here's the thing, CJ. She did approach it how you how you would say that you would react. Laurel's response was, oh, so now we're doing favors for each other. Like Laurel, Laurel reminded us who she was. Like she's been gone this whole time. And I forgot that she hasn't been around because she came in with a very strong backbone. She was like, I'm not going to let you push me around. I'm not going to let you push me around. I don't care what you got to say. Like, all I'm going to do is worry about my son and protect my son. So that is the initial reaction that she had um, to everybody, to everything. Even when, you know, Michaela and Connor were questioning her about her deal, like everybody, everything, Frank included, minus the lapse of her missing him, her backbone was real strong and real intact. And I don't know if she got that backbone from, from backbone from Brooklyn. I don't know that she was actually in Brooklyn. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that what really got Laurel to kind of turn over is maybe hearing Michaela and Connor um, obviously what Annalise said, but also hearing them say the thing about Annalise having an affair with Wes. So I'm like, we're all watching together via Zoom and I'm like, what are they talking about? They have to say this about Wes. We all know that they say Wes killed Sam. Like what in the world? So the fact that they say Annalise was having an affair with Wes, which at one point, I don't remember who, but some of us thought that, that might've been true back when Annalise was bad off in her drinking days. Not that that's funny, but y'all know what I mean. Um, and, but just to hear them all say that Laurel is the also agreed to say that, you know, we can conclude from what she said, you know, oh, I had to, I also agreed to say the thing about Wes, but to hear Annalise say this to her, like your baby wouldn't even be here. I, I think that on top of the rest, thinking about kind of saying that out loud and putting it in the public record forever, um, made her want to do the right thing. I don't think for a second that she how she says later when she's talking to Michaela and our, yeah and Connor and Oliver she's like I just wanted to be a good person don't we all want to do the right thing 
no I don't think it's just because of that she's just like whatever but she came not Michaela Laurel came through in a lot of ways um not to skip to the end of the episode but I mean it's this is one of the hugest parts obviously her going against the deal that she made and ends up taking up for Annalise and says she was coerced by the FBI her lawyer actually let her into this in the comp where he's like all these words sound like brainwashing she says the FBI coerced her everything she said is a lie um do Jamie do you think that by her doing this if Annalise wins she'll automatically get off and not go to jail in any way that wait that Michaela will automatically get off that that Laurel will since she she's the one that says no the FBI coerced me if Annalise wins that means nothing's gonna happen to me do we think that nothing will actually end up happening to Laurel or according to what she said is part of me feels like nothing will happen to her but I don't know especially with seeing Wes in the preview it's still kind of hard to tell if that was the courtroom scene or what you guys tell me but um it's really hard to see because it's like Laurel is not innocent in all of this either so I just feel like not to go to predictions but also stay tuned for our predictions I just feel like we are eventually everyone's gonna be thrown under the bus we're already seeing it this episode I feel like next episode it's gonna be even more dramatic and I'm kind of here for it Jamie if I may, since you brought it up, I think this is the perfect time for everyone who was in the chat room and the comments this entire season coming up. Pull up. Literally, every time I brought Wes's name up, there were people like, you need to let it go. Wes is not alive. He's not coming back. And I for sure knew that I saw the preview where they had Wes coming into the funeral and they showed it again tonight, meaning we're going to see Wes next episode. And you know what? I forgive y'all because we family and we friends and we both love the show. So I love y'all. But also the way that y'all was trying to comfort us, like we wasn't paying attention when we were actually catching all of the details. I mean, can we just have a minute? Gee, so what, what a lot of people are saying, and I wanted to ask y'all about this because I think it's interesting and I think it would be such a waste if it was true, which I comment, everybody who said this in the comments, I got back to you and I was like, I would hate that. A lot of people think, and let me call you out because yes, we read all the comments and we love shouting a lot. All those comments about me, I read them. Okay, see <laughs> Anyway, um, so- Keisha Charmaine, <laughs> stop trying to make Wes happen. He's not going to happen. I actually commented. I was like, that made me laugh because it did. So straight She's still girl. here in the, in the chat room right now saying oh, hey. it's a dream sequence. She is saying Wes is dead. Get over it. And she said, it's a dream sequence. And I'm just like, I don't, y'all. Uh, so a lot of people said uh, another one, um, underscore moto psycho, uh, said, I feel the whole West scene was a dream sequence exposed early on to throw us off from figuring out the real plot. Okay. So this is my question. If let, let's say I am not on board with the West thing being a dream sequence, just because I think it would be such a waste of time and whatever, but we're, you know, Laurel's here. So let's think about this. Christopher is here. She says she's been in Brooklyn this whole time. If I have a thing about it. So if Wes, what, okay, to throw us off of the plot, what, we all still think the same plot. We all still like are thinking about the things that are going to potentially happen. Is Annalise actually going to die? Is her, is her death faked? So CJ, what do you think a possible reason for them to be, to do this as a dream sequence would have been? Well, I don't think it was a dream sequence. What I thought had happened um, was they started off with Wes coming back. And then somehow the writers just like 
got rid of that idea and just thought we were going to forget about it. That's what honestly I thought was happening because they do that in Empire all the time. But um, anyway, I, yeah, I did think that the writers just like wrote it off and we're changing the whole story now. It's, it's, <laughs> it's very possible. I just think that it would be such like, it was just a, if it was just all there to throw us off, I'm like, you're not throwing us off from anything. Sure, we've spent some time wondering about it, but it's not whatever. Um, Here's but- the thing. The mm-hmm. thing is, I think we can all agree that we want West to be dead. It's not like we are begging for West to come back. So if it is a dream sequence, the way that they have gone about the dream sequence or the way that they've kind of like put it on our radar, I personally think is just very poor. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because Yes, we did see his body. Yes, his body was fried. And when we got that preview of him, I remember talking about it on a show. Our minds were blown because we was like, how the heck can he be alive when we saw his dead body? And they showed it again in the previews. So if it like, I'm not saying that it's not possible that it could be a dream sequence. What I'm saying is that would be very disappointing because why? Why? Like, why did we need that? I agree. I agree. Just because, well, here's the thing. I don't want him to be alive because then it just kind of ruins everybody's um, alibi in this whole case. It makes everybody look foolish. But at the same time, I do kind of want to see him because if he is alive, I want to know how, what happened, who was, in, you know, who was involved, all this, all these things. Um, but also it's, it's just, it's, it's so much to unpack, but before we even go any further, I just want to thank you guys. Seriously, we have one more episode left. You guys are always lit in the live chat. You guys are always lit in the comments. We love your feedback. And it's been such a journey with you guys. So we just want to express our ultimate thanks. You can continue to show your support by liking this video. Uh, Subscribe, comment down below, and keep the conversation going. And we only have one episode left. So uh, we will miss the show. We will miss this panel. Maybe you'll miss our faces. So be sure to stay towards the end. We will give you guys our social media. And uh, we'll give you more predictions as well. So again, thank you. Absolutely. We so appreciate all of you tuning in. Um, while we're on Laurel, I want to talk about these two scenes with Nate going to Jorge Castillo in jail. Um, Nate says that basically Nate is there to ask for Jorge's help. He wants Jorge to testify against the governor and say that all of this, even against Annalise, so I guess he's kind of trying to get back on Annalise's side he's not trying to but he's trying to help himself but um he says that you should get the governor before she gets you he's also pretending the whole time that Jorge Castillo is alive I mean that Xavier Castillo is alive and we know that he's not um I don't he says that Jorge is gonna get a better deal if he does this um Elena do you think I mean, what do you even think about these things? Y'all already know, as we was watching it, I was typing in all caps because I was stressed at the fact that Nate was sitting there lying. I was like, Nate. He was doing a good job, though, did you think? Yeah, he did a great job. Like, uh, uh, but who are you? Like, that is not the Nate that I know. That is not the Nate that I've grown to love. I know that for the past few episodes, we've been talking about how, you know, he's been getting a little erratic and he's been acting a little crazy and like whatever. So for him to go to Jorge and to try to convince Jorge that Xavier was dead when we all seen him snap Xavier's neck, I was just sitting there like, brother, what are you doing? What is it that you're doing? I mean, he pulled it off really great. And I think that at the end of the day, Nate's, Nate's motivation is to avenge his father's death. 
Mm-hmm. So no one else matters. Xavier, uh, Jorge, and Elise, literally he cares about no one else except for avenging his father's death. Um, I thought he was really slick with it. I thought he was really sly with it, but I just... I want to go out with the last episode loving Nate. And I know that Pete said in the interview that we all won't be happy, but I want to be proud of who Nate's character developed into. So, I mean, Jamie, are you proud of Nate's character? Cause I have a lot to say on this. Um, okay. I want to say, first of all, kudos to his acting skills in front of Xavier, because I mean, he, he was very convincing, uh, which was nice to see him seem cool and collected because he's been kind of going off the wall these past seasons and even last season. Um, yeah, I don't know. I wasn't, I, he's not really been my favorite. And in fact, I would say this episode proved to me that a lot of characters that I thought I liked, I no longer like, and I want to know what you guys think too. Like has anyone's opinion changed on any characters, you know, cause I definitely have lost respect for a few. Ashley's still my favorite. Oh, he's gone. <laughs> He's no longer here. Current character, CJ. Do, do you think that Nate is doing the right thing, going going to Jorge, trying to get him to testify against Burkhead? Do, or do you even think it'll help at all with Annalise's case? I, I, we're not even talking about Nate Sr.'s case right now. Let's just refer to it mm-hmm. in reference to Annalise's. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I... So with the whole thing with me, I kind of like started liking him again this episode. I really never had a feeling about Nate, but this episode started making me like him a bit more because he was smart to play that whole Xavier thing. Uh, his whole death to his dad, like I thought that was a really smart idea. So like I, when he first killed Xavier, I thought he was just like acting on impulses, but maybe he had like a longer plan and it showed on this episode, but I don't know. Do you think he had a longer plan? Or do you think it just happened to work out like that? I think he killed him on impulse. I think he was angry and he was like, maybe Xavier wasn't the, you know, signature on his dad's death warrant, but he was involved and he admitted that. So he was like, okay, you don't, deserve, you don't deserve to be here. Um, I actually, I asked y'all this because I feel a little different than I did a couple of episodes ago where I was like, no, my sweet mate, who are you turning into like murdering these people that, well, Xavier does deserve to be murdered. No one deserves to be well, murdered, but y'all well, know what I'm talking about. Don't call me. Oh gosh. I'm going to get hate for that. The no one deserves to be murdered. To be, we're speaking. April, you try to do air quotes and that's the problem. That's what it's I It's like the third about. time I've done it. <laughs> Um, no, I, okay. So I appreciated Nate's character tonight. And once again, I'm only thinking of it in reference to Annalise's case, because even when we know Jorge saying that Burkhead did all of this stuff, you know, spoiler alert, we're not really going to get what we thought we were going to get from Hannah. We're going to get into that. Um, but uh, with, if Jorge, you know, no one knows that Nate is doing all of this. No one has any idea. As far as Annalise knows, Nate is wherever. Um, but if Jorge was to do this, then it would come, that would save Annalise for sure. If he was to say whatever. So even though, you know, the news comes out that Xavier is dead in this episode, Jorge says, did you do this? That's, 
it's, I mean, it's bad of me to say that I appreciated this, but I appreciated that Nate kind of had this answer right away. He's like, what are you talking about? If, if I came anywhere near Xavier, he would be talking to the FBI right now, whatever. And I was like, Oh my God, did he kill Xavier? Like, I kind of believe him. He was that good. And like I said, I'm not thinking of it in the, in, in the uh, way of what he's done or who he's killed and how it's going to affect his dad's case. I'm only thinking of it of like, wow, this could really actually help Annalise. He's not doing it to help Annalise. He's doing it for his dad, but I think it actually could. And he did a pretty good job. Jorge, to me, seemed convinced. Did you think he seemed convinced, Elena? He 100% was convinced. And, and to your point, April, like if we're isolating his performance tonight, I agree with you. I am proud of Nate for having a plan. I am proud of him for making it seem like killing Xavier wasn't an impulsive kind of thing. Like he seems tonight, he seemed a lot more level-headed. He seemed to have, you know, like an end goal in mind and he seemed to be focused, which he hasn't been given us this whole second half of the season. So mm -hmm. I, I agree with you where I'm like, okay, if you're going to have a plan and if this plan is to like have Jorge testify against the governor and then basically end up saving everybody, then maybe you went off the deep end, you know, for a good cause. I like how you put that. It, <laughs> ultimately, it could be for a good cause. And it would kind of be interesting to me to see things come full circle with the show kind of starting off with Annalise and Nate and then even though she did some bad things to him back then. Um, speaking of doing bad things to people, I want to talk about Michaela and Connors. I don't like that. For once, I slightly, 2% possibly agree with CJ on <laughs> Michaela tonight. Y'all been agreeing on a lot of things recently, actually. I don't recall. <laughs> <laughs> I love that legal answer. I don't recall. <laughs> uh, what did you think about Michaela tonight, Jamie? Um, okay. Well, Michaela, usually I do like her. I, I love her wit. She's intelligent. She's on her, on her feet. Um, but I just didn't like that. She was so blatant on lying and, and, and saying these absurd things. And I'm like, really, Michaela, you're going to do like, you're going to do Annalise like that. But I think it just really showed her character at the end of the day, Michaela's going to do what she needs to do to get by. And she's going to, she doesn't care. <laughs> like literally no F's given. And uh, it, that's her character. So I 100% agree with that. Michaela belongs to the streets. She is not here for, she's here for herself. That's who she's here for. She even lied to Connor and said that they had the same deal and then turned around and was like, oh, wait, just kidding. Michaela gotta go. She belongs to the streets. Does Connor also belong to the streets for what he did? I mean, Connor was at least like, I mean, he might belong to the sidewalk, but he was, he was... But we can't forget, Connor negotiated a deal, not, a, you know, a better deal, even though it wasn't... I gotta stop using air quotes. I don't know why I'm doing that tonight. But Connor um, was about to break when um, Annalise was, like, cross-examining him. He was about to break, which showed you that he had... He wasn't just a stone-cold liar. He wasn't just, like... He wasn't Michaela. He's still trash, though. Like, he wasn't Michaela, but they're both still, still trash, and I think that they both have been trying to, like justify their garbageness and one thing i'm surprised that y'all didn't bring up is michaela hadn't seen tonight when she was talking to laurel and she was like yeah i lied like yeah i'm gonna look out for myself like that is who i am and i was like okay well thank you michaela for finally like owning up to who you are and showing the true colors because i feel like 
this this whole shit this whole season like this whole show actually all seasons included she's always kind of gone back and forth she's mm-hmm. kind of been like this stone cold liar this person that we hated and then she'll come back and be like oh well i did these for i did this for this reason or blah 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 like whatever sob story she had for us and tonight she owned it tonight she didn't have a sob story tonight she said you know what the reason i went up there and lied is because that is who i am i am a liar and i'm gonna keep doing it as long as it protects me and i was like okay still can't stand you but good for you finally admitting it you know what i mean like you have to respect someone who finally tells the truth i kind of think they've all been that way like it's not like they didn't know it's not like Connor didn't know Michaela was going to be lying during her testimony. They're both telling the same story. They're both saying that Annalise ordered the kill of Sam and that she was sleeping with Wes and that he had all of these mental problems. They're both so, lying. I just think that Connor, and I, I fully agree. Like I was not here for Michaela tonight, but I'm like, why are we so anti Michaela right now? And we're not as much anti Connor. Connor also negotiated a better deal so he thought to get Oliver immunity it just happens that Michaela negotiated a better one but Connor isn't as bad as Michaela because Connor was still looking out for Michaela and Michaela was like sorry bro but he wasn't at the end he he thought he had to do what he had to do to protect his husband now Michaela was doing it for herself and that's what that's what makes it different maybe we would have seen a different side of Michaela if she had had a husband but i think Michaela fact- always like goes against her significant other every boyfriend or fiance she's ever had she's never done them right oh yeah i mean she y'all she she totally showed her true colors and <clears throat> there was a scene i mean there are actually multiple scenes with Michaela. i know we'll probably get to one a little bit later when we mention gabriel but for right now um when she was with her dad and she was in the mirror you know trying to figure out what to wear and her dad says, uh, it's too alpha female. It's just like so many things in this uh, scene, you know, as far as black women and how we have to literally prep ourselves before we go out into the world. And we have to focus on how people view us. And I thought it was just that little hints like that were just so powerful throughout the show. Um, and yeah, I just wanted to mention that. What did you think about the scene between her and Gabriel? I know you mentioned earlier in the episode that you felt gap felt bad for Gabriel tonight. Yes. Okay. Okay. I felt really bad because when, I mean, it's like, everything's coming full circle, but it's like at the end of the day, yes, Michaela is turning on her ex-boyfriend. She's kicking him out when he's saying that he has evidence, you know, she, she's not even listening to him. And now she fully knows that Sam is his dad. Well, I'm sorry, not, not that Sam is his dad, but that, well, they don't all know, but you know, it's, he now realizes that she actually killed his dad. Like she, She's the one that pushed him off the banister and then Wes finished the job. So at the end of the day, it's like your ex-girlfriend killed your dad. And I think that's like a heavy blow to take. So I felt extremely bad for Gabriel. And it's like, even just with his mom and his whole life, that scene with his mother about how, you know, if she was a good mom or not, because she was on drugs and she did what she could. Whew, so many emotions. It was an emotional roller coaster. Elena, and that was an example of how Michaela treats her significant others. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm, 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 I did not disagree with you, but what I was saying was, honestly, it don't even matter because I agree. <laughs> what I will say though, Jamie, is yes, I'm proud of Gabriel for like going to Michaela and kind of standing up for himself, but I wish he would have laid her out. Like he dragged her a little bit and then he let her go and like felt sorry for her. I wanted him to like 
drag like y'all ever this is gonna sound real bad but i wanted her to like grab her by the hair and like drag her because she deserved it the way that she treated that man and for him to finally find out that she you know had involvement in killing his dad he Mm -hmm. he needed to lay her out and he watched her ex-boyfriend die from underneath the door he's been through a lot he heard everything Gabriel did break my heart a little bit tonight. Um, but I also was like, I mean, what was she going to do? She was never going to tell you that she was there when your dad was killed. Like that just wasn't going to happen. And I'm like, Gabriel, you should be smart enough to know that all of this that they're saying is BS, but actually it kind of wasn't, which was interesting to me. They're lying about the part of saying Annalise ordered it, but basically everything they said was true other than she did not admit to pushing him off the railing, obviously. Um, but to our point that we were making, you know, I kind of like, we all think of these things while we're talking, obviously, but a reason for me, I think why Michaela, I think CJ touched on it earlier, came off kind of more ruthless than Connor definitely was because of how he was about to break. But Annalise also had a little more ammo against Connor than she did Michaela. Like Michaela, she's like, oh, you called and, um, you know, got Simon Drake deported and Michaela lies which okay you're establishing her being a liar she just lied on oath on uh under oath right there um but with Connor it was like okay you're not just you're not just lying you're also a terrible person you also married your husband because you just wanted to seem like a good person like she had a lot to go after Connor with so it was kind of you know, he's like standing against the firing squad right there. So of course he was going to break a little bit. Literally. Well, she kind of had the same amount of stuff against um, Michaela too. They just stopped her sooner. Well, yeah, but, but what I think what April is saying is the weight of it. Like, yes, she had the same amount of stuff against them, but for April, for Michaela, it was like, yeah, you stitched on Simon. Like you did this, you did that. For Connor, it was more like, first of all, you lied in how you got into my class with that paper, which blew me out the way. I was like, he was lying about the little gay camp. Like, how you gonna lie about that? Right? And then, and then it's like, okay, and, and you lied to get your husband, which I didn't think that that was a big deal because we've seen that. Like, we saw him go through the phase of trying to convince Oliver not really like him. But I think the the gut-wrenching part of it was to see Oliver find that out. Because I don't think mm-hmm. Oliver knew that. So it was more so playing into Oliver's mind than it was against Connor. Yeah. I wish they like played more into that because it, it seemed like Oliver just thrust it off and it wasn't anything. I mean, maybe we'll see it in the finale next week. Who knows? But I, I completely agree with you, Elena. I think it was just like, it just hit home in a way that Michaela didn't. Also, we can't forget that Frank you know, sweeps that moment past Connor and says like, Michaela got a better deal than you. <laughs> He's already going in. Like, you know, we have the whole like hyperventilation, which he admits was fake this time and last time. I need to learn how to do and everybody dragged me for that. It looked kind of fake. Cause it's like, it's like, it just started to build up and he was choking just before he even hit the stand. I will say, I feel like Annalise could have tried and her team could have tried to dig a little bit deeper into Michaela because they could have brought up the fact that she was in the same room when Simon shot himself, you know, um, and also that also added to the deportation. Um, she could have brought up her ex fiance from season one and meeting that, like just so many different things that she could have done. She was um, Asher's ex girlfriend. 
you know, the ex-girlfriend of someone who died, like just all these different things that I felt like they could have tried to do um, to get Michaela down. I just want to shout out someone in the comments, my favorite person, Black Magic is back. Black Magic 99 is back in the comments. That's all. Wow. <laughs> Black Magic 99. All right. Welcome back. Wait, can, so um, can we get into the bomb that may have killed Hannah or not? Yes. So that's what... I don't even know how to like go into this because Anna, okay. So Annalise, like we know the whole time is saying Hannah's going to be her savior. Um, but says that Annalise has to sign this document saying that if she wins, she will admit to killing Sam. Annalise says yes. And then lo and behold, Hannah's dead. So what's going to happen? Wait, not only is Hannah dead, but in the same breath that we find out that Hannah's dead, Bonnie, good old, our good old pal Bonnie. Y'all remember y'all used to drag me in the comments for not being team Bonnie? Hey, me too. Bonnie, why the hell would you tell Frank that right now? Why, like, like he just professed his love for you. He just told you that he chose you over Laurel and you thought that this was the best time to tell him that Hannah and Sam is his parents. Like, like Bonnie, what? She also need to be dragged. So everybody, like everybody getting dragged tonight because I'm over it. Like, why would you right? do it? I think well, you Bonnie know what? Well, I was going to say, you know what? Bonnie told us in season one, she said, I look nice, but that's just my face. So she tried to warn us that she's also for the streets and she's for everybody. She's been trying to tell everybody. But um, yeah, I, um, sorry, I, I almost I had another thought, but I had a brain fart. So I'll come back to it. What were you going to say, CJ? Um, I don't remember. <laughs> well, I remember what I was going to say. So I think that, you know, this whole scene between Frank and Laurel where they're, you know, he, she misses him, whatever. I don't care. Um, when he's telling Bonnie, like, I'm still in love with Laurel and I just want to be honest with you. I think Bonnie at that moment was being, she's like, okay, you know what? I truly love him. We're never going to be real together if he doesn't know this. And Annalise can't tell him, but I sure can. Annalise signed a thing that said if she ever told anyone, she would have to pay a $100 million fee. Um, but Bonnie also knows Frank. I think she thinks that Frank has changed at this point. Um, but she's the one who says to Annalise at the end when they find out Hannah is dead, has been shot, like shot in the face, it looks like. They think it's a suicide. But Bonnie is the one that says, like, could have been Frank because she just told him she tells on herself she tells on herself for telling frank but i feel like bonnie immediately reacted out of emotion when she told frank about hannah Mm -hmm. like she didn't think it she didn't think it through she was so caught up in the fact that frank had just expressed to her or confessed to her that Mm -hmm. he loved her more than laurel because she sees him for who you know who he is and i think that she just wanted to come clean in that moment and be like okay well since you're not keeping any secrets from me i can't keep any secrets from you she she reacted completely off emotion and we got one episode left bonnie this is not the time to be acting off emotion because i don't have enough episodes to kind of work through this issue with y'all okay So now that actually I'm- brings me to my next po- to my point that I had forgotten with Bonnie. This is what I was gonna say because she's not a nice girl, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like when Frank was telling her, "I'm still in love with Laurel," which would piss any woman off, but I also still love you. Hold up, this is not Monica and Brandy. What are we doing? <laughs> so I think she, I think she did it out of spite. I feel like she did it. Be- I feel like she said that because she's like, "Okay, you've strung me along since 1992." Because, you know, they lived in the house together when they were in their 20s, when Sam was still around. They had a thing going on back then. 
and it's been on and off forever. Remember when they slept together? I think it was like season four or five. And mm -hmm. then when she woke up, he wasn't there. He's been playing with her heart forever. And Bonnie's like, I don't want to kill you like I did Rebecca and them, okay? So don't play with me. But before I go, uh, Sam is your daddy. <laughs> so let me kill you in this other way. Everything you think you know about yourself is not true. I completely agree with you. I think she did it definitely out of emotion and like, she knows, okay, they're never going to be whatever, but Bonnie is that kind of savage to where she's going to be like, I need to be truthful with you, but also you just hurt me. So I'm about to hurt you even like worse than anyone could ever do at this moment. It's, it's, it's a lot. Um, I was so surprised. I, that's why I said earlier, the thing about Jorge, which we're going to get into predictions shortly. Um, before we get actually get into our segments, is there anything from the episode that we want to shout out or anything that we missed that we want to yeah, say? Can we get another like five episodes? Cause I'm not done. I know I cannot believe it's only one more, but you know what? I think, um, even the creator said that we're, we might be upset. So maybe we should just be prepared to not be happy next episode i'm already upset now so there we go um okay let's get into our special segments we want to start with our keating's best yes let's get it hey what if we can we change it up instead of keating's best can we do keating's worst no keating's best. <laughs> uh no okay so tonight our special segment keating's best you all know we take the mvp of tonight's episode and say why so Say why, April, <laughs> you got. I mean, I'm gonna say, actually, no, we'll, we'll probably think a little different, but I gotta go with my girl, Annalise, defending herself like she did, con the, mainly for the sole reason of changing Laurel's mind. It is very difficult to change a mother's mind off of something that she thinks is gonna keep her with her son and keep her out of trouble um, to basically doing the right thing because of what has happened. Um, she, without a hitch is, goes on defending herself. She's giving herself kind of like mental affirmations. Like you have this, you're Annalise Keating, you're going to win, whatever. Um, so she, I think she's slowly changing her own case. So I'll go with Annalise. Okay. Uh, Elena. So I'm going to give it 50, 50 to Tegan and to Laurel because I'm proud of Laurel for not just going with the flow and following everyone's plan of throwing Annalise under bus and lying. I'm proud of her for like, you know, feeling like she needed to do what was right, whatever her definition of that is. You just um, said and, and ultimately, shut up, April. <laughs> and ultimately, you know, that helped Annalise, but also Tegan, because Tegan tonight was like, listen, like I've been your ride or die and you got to tell me that I can't be your attorney. And even after Annalise kicked her off the bench, Tegan didn't like wallow or get prideful. She was still in like the back room helping Annalise every step of the way and I think that that is what was missing from this show we were missing characters like Tegan who were just so loyal so I'm gonna give it to Tegan and, and Laurel okay Jamie um okay this is really hard but you know what uh because personally I cannot bring myself to give anything to Laurel and I'm just gonna keep it that way but if I had to give my Keating's best sorry um I would <laughs> give it to Annalise because um, just like April said, I mean, she took over her own case. And at first I was like, oh my gosh, is this the right move to make? I felt bad for Tegan. I was like, is this going to make Tegan feel some type of way? But I think that Annalise, I mean, honestly, she's Annalise Keating. She, she knows herself best. She knows these students best. She knows everything. And I think that her taking uh, the initiative shows, you know, what an amazing woman she is. So Annalise. 
Cool. And I guess my Keating's best. Honestly, I'm just I just have a Keating's worst. <laughs> and that's, that's fine. Michaela. Who's Keating's worst? <laughs> Michaela, because she's trash. Um, but no, I guess my Keating's best would probably be. I mean, yeah, Annalise is the only one who's like doing anything good in this episode. So her, um, and maybe Tegan, because she keeps the energy high. She always just happy. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Let me know who you guys think your Keating's best is in the comments below. We'd love to chat it out with you. Awesome. And Elena, you have some great news and gossip for us? Yeah, well, let's move into some news and gossip. You know, tonight I don't have much but I do got some gossip because word on the street is that Annalise Keating and Olivia Pope, a.k.a. Viola Davis and Carrie Washington, have like rumor has it that they are coming out with production companies now we don't know yet if it's going to be individually like you know carrie washington's production company viola davis company or they're going to do it together but they there there's a rumor that they're going to have production companies to create more roles for uh minorities more roles for cut for for people of color more roles for women um and i think because they've been able to like have these very strong female black roles that they want to continue to create that we there is no facts about if this is actually happening it's all rumors i've saw it on social media circulating all throughout the week so um yeah stay tuned we'll be sure to let you know next week if there's any confirmation about it but i think that is so, so mad at you elena i thought you were about to say they were about to come out with a new spinoff as <laughs> olivia pope and annalise keating and i was so excited but that one's that other thing's value a real life production company is even better. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> okay, let's do some predictions. Elena, what you got for us? God dang. Um, okay, so we have one episode left and I'm not even about to play y'all. Like I've had time to process the episode and process all the information that we've had. It's just, it's so many moving pieces. I don't know what's gonna happen next episode. I My prediction is gonna be solid in saying that Annalise does not really die. Her death is fake. That is also a projection because that's what I would prefer to happen. Like, obviously, we've seen guns go off outside of the courtroom, but I don't want anyone to die. Um, even though I think someone that we care about will. That's all I got. <laughs> Jamie, what about you? Um, okay, so many people, so many uh, characters. Okay, with Annalise, I also agree. I don't think that she actually is dead. I think that, you know, when she had taken that trip to, was it Cuba, uh, the beginning of the season? She didn't go through with it. She had a little bit of cold feet. It was either Cuba or Mexico, I, either one. She went to Mexico. That's where she was like hiding in. Mexico, right, right. And she didn't go through with it to, you know, go through the whole name change and all of that. I think this time she's going to be like, you know what? I came back for these sorry MFers. I'm going to do my own thing and change my name and live in another country. And uh, I think that's what she's going to do. Especially since they turned, her back, turned their back on her. Um, let's see here. With everybody else, I mean, the governor, I feel like we will see the governor. With Laurel West, oh my gosh. I mean, does West even know that he has, well, he, does he know that like the child is here? I'm just bringing up people so that we like don't forget people. With Nate, I mean, I don't, I don't know what's gonna happen with him. Like if he's gonna help them out in the long run. Um, am I forgetting anybody else? You know, it's just a lot to unpack, but I'm excited. One more episode left, so yeah. Crazy, what about you, CJ? Um, I can see that being an option where she like goes through with the whole name change and go back to like wherever she was. I can see that happening, but I can also see Frank 
maybe killing Annalise for holding that secret about him being Sam's, like... She just found out! What? But he doesn't know that. He could be like, oh, Annalise probably knew this is why this, this is that. And then I see Frank being like, oh, Annalise, you knew that I was a love child of these two siblings? I'm gonna kill you. Bang. In the head. She's dead. And <laughs> then I honestly don't know why there's even a purpose for Wesley even come back on the last episode. That's that's pretty dumb to me. So I don't know what his whole deal is going to be. Um, yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> um, I agree with y'all. I don't think Annalise is dead. Let's not forget the title of tonight's episode was Annalise Keating is dead. And she even said those exact words in the episode. We know that a lot of things they do, are, uh, they're very meaningful. And so, I mean, she very well could be, but I don't think that she is. I think it could be, um, it's just a euphemism of sorts. Um, the only other prediction that I have, and this is similar to my prediction last week, is that if the West thing was a dream sequence, I will be very pissed. And that is what I predict for myself. I also think that the people, when how um, Pete Nowak said that we're all the characters are not going to get a happy ending, I think we're kind of seeing that already. I think it's going to be the Michaela, the Connor, potentially even the Laurel. I don't think, I think it's going to be like, oh, you perjured because Jorge Castillo maybe could come to the rescue thanks to our kind of knight in shining armor, Nate. We'll see. There's a, that's a lot, obviously, but the main thing is I'm going to be pissed if it was a dream sequence. Let's just all say that. Um, thank you all so much for joining us. Be sure to stay tuned. Oh, sorry, CJ. I was just saying it was all a dream. Oh. <laughs> um, thank you all so much for watching with us. Of course, um, we want to keep the conversation going. Comment um, wherever you're listening, iTunes, YouTube, anywhere. We want to hear what you all have to say. Reach out to us on social media um, because there is so much left to talk about. Um, until next week, uh, you all can find me everywhere at April Wissenhant. Elena, where can they find you? You guys can follow me on all social platforms at hey underscore it's late. That's H-A-Y underscore I-T-S-L-A-Y. All right. And I'm Jamie. You can find me on Twitter at it's Jamie Gray. But honestly, I'm more on Instagram. You can find me uh, at Jamie Gray, J-A-I-M-I-G-R-A-Y. Oh, and hey, CJ. <laughs> hey, what's up? I'm CJ. You can find me everywhere at ICJ Walking, even on TikTok. Seeing some moves like that. Jamie, thanks for that. <laughs> Love it. Y'all can find all of us everywhere at Afterbus TV. Be sure to tune in next week at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for the series finale recap. Can't wait to see y'all. Um, until then, like we said, stay in touch with us and we will just see y'all next Thursday. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to Afterbus TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.